The reality is we are not going to live an exceptional life on accident. Like it doesn't just happen. We have to get super clear on what's important to us and be very intentional about how we spend our time. Now, by exceptional life, I mean a life where you do epic shit in whatever way feels best to you, in business, in fitness, in health, in travel, in adventures, in your skill sets, whatever is important to you and whatever feels like success. The worst thing that could ever happen is turning 90 and someone playing you a movie of the person you could have been and the things you could have done. Guess what? We can do it now. These are the good old days. We will never be this young or this capable in so many ways. I've found that the hangup is usually that people just don't ask themselves the right questions, commit to the goal, and then keep doing it long enough. Today, we are working to figure out what that impossible goal is for you, your 10x goal that seems too good to be true. Time to unpack it. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. My goal in today's episode is to be your teammate, be your partner, and to help you figure out what your big goal is, your impossible goal, that goal that feels too good to be true also sometimes called a 10x goal. I want you to think of this podcast episode like it's just you and me, you and me together doing a powwow to figure out what your impossible goal is. In doing so much reading and researching and working with people one-on-one and in groups, I've learned that often the, the hurdle is just not asking yourself the question, is so often we just keep doing the things we've always done, we get in the routine of things, we're comfortable, and we just don't ask ourselves all the important like life questions. What's really important to you? What would make you feel so happy and fulfilled and proud of yourself? So that's what we're doing today. You and I together on this journey to figure out what is your impossible goal. Now, this could be in so many different buckets of life, and it's going to look different for different people. Your impossible goal could be something that takes you 10 years. Your impossible goal could be something that's more like a six-month thing. Whatever it is, we're going to unpack it today. I'm going to break down what is a 10x goal, what is an impossible goal, I'm going to go through wants versus needs because that's very important in this conversation of setting an impossible goal. I'm going to help you unpack what you're doing now and let's think about why you're doing it because we want to make sure we're running our own race. And then I'm going to wrap up the episode by once we figure out your goal, how we are going to design your days and figure out the steps. So You figure out your goal first, and then we design a life that supports that 10x goal. And that's what makes it not actually be impossible, even though it feels like it. Okay, starting at the beginning, 
I just wrapped up um, the group portion of my 2.0 master course. I had about 35 women in the group, and this was the last chapter all about your 10x goal, setting big goals, how to um, create daily habits and actually fulfill them. Actually, like how to set 10x goals and how to design a series of habits that you do daily or weekly that support those goals. So this is so fresh and top of mind, and I'm so passionate about this. I just reread one of my favorite books. I think this is my third time reading it cover to cover, 10X is Easier Than 2X by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. Much of this book is positioned like an entrepreneur business book, like most of the books that I read, but I'm, I'm telling you, it applies to all aspects in life thinking about doing things in a 10x way instead of a 2x way. So let me break down what this means because this idea, I think that they're very similar. This idea of a 10x goal, an impossible goal, setting big goals for ourselves. When we think of our life, we want to do, like I said in the intro, we want to do epic shit. Like I think that most of us want to do things that impress us. But that's the key is it has to be things that are fulfilling and meaningful to us, not what other people think. We're going to get more into that in a little bit. But 10X goal is something that feels impossible. In this book, uh, the, the two authors talk about a 2X goal. And what that is, is just doing more of what you're currently doing will get you 2X. 10X goals require a new plan and push you outside of your current level of knowledge and assumptions. So from this book, they teach us to figure out your 10X goal. These are the things you ask yourself. What do you truly want more than anything else? What would excite you more than anything else to be, do, and have? Okay, so let's do that one again. What would excite you more than anything else to be, to do, and to have? What would you be and do if you aren't afraid of what others thought or the repercussions? Those are the questions that they asked. Again, I think that it is tricky to pause on life and sort of take an audit of where you're at in all the buckets of life, but I'm telling you that's what I'm so passionate about. That's why I created my 2.0 course. Um, and just because I know that I'll get questions, I'll just put that info in here about this. So we wrapped up the group portion, but if you've seen me post on, on things about it and you're interested, how to be awesome at everything.com, um, hit the ultimate mindset course. And with this course, I have two deep dive sheets, a personal one and a work one. And on these are like almost like mini poster boards. They ask lots of questions, more than I have time to go through in this podcast episode, but they ask lots of what I think are the important life questions, like what stress, what's your biggest stress right now in, in your personal life? And who are the people in your life that you want to be the closest to? Who are your people? Who are your crew? Who are your people that make you feel the best and make you feel supported and uplifted and inspired and motivated and have a similar mindset? All those things, right? I think that asking ourselves those important questions are the very beginning of this because we have to actually take the time to get honest with ourselves about what matters to us. 
we only have so much time, we only have so much bandwidth, we can only give energy to so many things. And I often think that people are just either A, just kind of going through the motions, or B, they're doing kind of the uh, things that they see other people doing. But the reason why that's not a good plan is we know that 66% of people say they are unhappy. So that means that normal is broken. What everyone else is doing usually isn't the thing if you want to live an extra extraordinary life. If you want to do epic shit, we know it's not just going to happen to us. It's like one of my favorite David Goggins quotes. Um, there are no shortcuts for you, Goggins. He tells him that himself that. And I love that because it's like no one's coming to save you, which might sound depressing, but I'm but it's empowering because we're not waiting to get lucky. We're not waiting for a special break. We're not waiting for, you know, someone to give us money or a loan or whatever it is. Like we know there are no sh- shortcuts. And so we need to ask ourselves the right questions so we can live an extraordinary life where we're doing cool stuff and we're learning and we're growing and we're not just going through the motions. Like I said in the intro, I think the absolute definition of hell, like the worst thing that could ever happen is at the end of your life, someone plays you a movie of who you could have been and what you could have done. And I don't mean for like recognition or celebrity. I actually have kind of an alternative take on celebrity. I think that, I mean, there are definitely parts I've experienced it firsthand, but for me, I think that I personally would never want to have a level of fame or or celebrity just because I think there are so many other things that come with it and it's just not a priority to me. I think that there are so many downsides you don't see and I think people might not even realize when they're in it. Anyways, but the whole point is if someone plays a movie of with the things you could have done that like that are important to you that you would have loved I would have loved to have done this or been this type of person um, or mastered this skill set or been awesome at this for me that's like the worst thing that could ever happen so we think man you know my bones are a little achier than they used to be when I was younger or whatever but here's the thing we will never be as young as we are today. And I always say when people are, when I talk to entrepreneurs or I'm doing mentoring and they're like, I'm just going to wait for the right time for, to, for things to line up for me to start this or for, for the, in personal or in business. And I'm always like, you know what the perfect time is? Today. The perfect time is always today because the truth is there's never a perfect time. So I think when I'm asking myself these questions, so in my master course, which again, if you're interested, we're not doing the group portion right now, and I'm not sure if I will do one again, um, but online, you could either either purchase the entire master course with the daily habit system, which includes these deep dive sheets that I'm talking about, or you can just get the habit system on its own, and it shows you a video of how to set up a 10x goal, how to ask yourself all the questions, and then how to insert all the habits into your weekly awesome calendar books which are in the 2.0 system. So that's how I've taken this whole concept and made it so you can apply it to your actual life, a real system. It's, I'm telling you, and not in, in a very humble way, it is revolutionary because it takes all these concepts and then it gives you actual an actual system to follow and um, papers and sheets. And it's, it's just, it's a whole, it's a whole system with supplies that directly support 
um, the things that we're teaching and then we're learning. So that's why I love it so much. That's why I created it because there was nothing like it on the market that helped you really identify a big goal and then break it down into tiny little habits and put them on your calendar in a way that you feel fulfilled and rewarded when you get them done every day. Those tiny little things that you want to do um, that move the needle, but it's hard to stay motivated when you don't see the results. The weekly calendar book system combined with the deep dive sheets that I put together, I think really, really nails it. And if you want to take it next level, that's the way to do it. Okay. But back to our movie. So if, and it's all this, think about this 90 year old playing the, like playing the movie when you are at the end of your life, what would that movie show that you could think of? Because that's a great way to kind of figure out what your 10X goal is, right? Like if you're like, man, maybe you always wanted to play the piano and you knew you would be great at it and you love it, but you just figure your tool to start or whatever. And maybe when you're 90, that video is you playing the piano every Christmas for your friends or playing on a stage um, and you knowing that you had this that you always wanted to do but didn't do it. And then at 90, you see this video of what you could have been and what you could have done and the skill set that you could have acquired. Like that's the ultimate kick in the gut. Us seeing the full potential version of us And then knowing that we didn't reach that in our lifetime, to me, that is the absolute definition of hell, nothing worse. So thinking about that and then thinking about today and and really trying to unpack what does that look like for you? What do you truly want more than anything else? How do you want to feel? And again, this could be in many different buckets of life. You could have a 10x goal personally, and you could have a 10x goal professionally, right? Let's break down wants versus needs. This is another thing I learned from the book, 10x is easier than 2x. These authors break this down so well. I'm going to kind of summarize the way that they explained wants versus needs because I think it is so important in this conversation. When you live life based on need, you're stuck in a finite game. When you play a finite game, you're driven and controlled by outside forces. You are competing for scarce resources. On the flip, when you live life based on want rather than need, you're playing an infinite game. You see that reality is created and chosen. So in order to go 10x, in order to set and strive for that impossible goal, we have to let go of scarcity and competition-based needing and replace it with abundance and creativity-based wanting. Committing to what you want most is the only way to be free. You probably know lately I am on this whole freedom, this whole concept of freedom because I think we want freedom more than we want happiness, to be honest with you. I mean, I think that we want joy and part of that is happiness, but man, freedom. Freedom in all ways brings joy and happiness, but it brings so many other things. Like I feel like it just brings a deep level of fulfillment and joy unlike any other. So I focus on this concept of freedom. And what they say is to be free, you must first be fully honest with yourself. Being honest with yourself starts with admitting to yourself, what do you want most? Not what you think you want, not what you think you need, but truly at your core, what do you want? The authors say, until you can admit and commit to what you want, then you are not free. Living in a world of needs and rationalizations is prison. 
It locks you into relationships and situations you don't want to maintain. You don't want, but you maintain out of fear and perceived security or out of obligation. What do you truly want at your core? I love this concept because I've always, I've heard different people talk about this. Tony Robbins talks about this a lot. His thing is you don't get what you want. You just get what you absolutely must have. But the way these authors break it down and this kind of shift on abundance, right? Like it's not competition based. It's not running a race with other people. It's this, it's, it's abundance and creativity based wanting rather than needing. I just love that concept so much. Okay, let's get into where you are at now. Let's think about anything you are currently pursuing and ask yourself, what is the source of that? Anything that you are, any goal you are striving for, anything that is important to you now, where did you get that idea? Is it from your parents? Is it from your community? Is it from social media? Is it because your friend did something or because your friend got promoted? Is it one of those that you're striving for? Or did you get that idea because it makes you feel alive? The whole point of this is to make sure we are running our own race. So often we get this idea of what success is from growing up, from our parents, from our extended family, maybe generationally in your culture, you have this idea of what success means, right? Like I have friends, if you're not a doctor in their, in their kind of extended family and culture, then you are not highly successful, period, right? But I think it takes work to unlearn what we've been taught and put earplugs in so we don't hear the judgment or opinions of others because we have to do it for us, right? That's why I love the deep dive sheets that I made. And just in general, you can do it yourself too. Ask yourself the important life questions. What are you doing that makes you feel alive? What are you doing that makes you feel drained? What are you doing that makes you feel like you're growing and progressing? And then what are other things that you're doing that you feel like, I don't even like doing this. Like, I don't even know why I'm actually doing this. It could be little life things or it could be something big, like going to a job every day that you hate. So the whole point of this exercise is to figure out, are you running your own race or are you running somebody else's race? We have to be intentional about what success means to us and then stop at nothing to get there. I think that really taking a pause on life and just, and with no judgment, like not, there is zero judgment. Everything that I do is based on, um, based on, based positively, right? So even if you've made lots of, lots of wrong decisions in the past, say you've wasted time, say you've wasted money, we chalk all of that up to lessons learned that make us stronger today, right? Like, This is a fresh start, especially like the 2.0 version of you. It's the best possible version of you by being intentional with the person that you want to be and the person that you are becoming. So I think that by by taking all of our past in in the most positive way and saying, okay, this is everything that's brought me to now. Where am I at? 
Am I running my own race? Am I striving for things that I really want? I just wanted to put this in here because oftentimes when I start brainstorming with people and we start unpacking it, it's not actually what they love, but what they love would not seem like success to their community. But the whole thing is, man, when you're 90, you're surely not going to care what other people think. And you're going to be so proud of yourself for ditching the expectations and defining success on your own, what it means to you, what's important to you, what are your priorities, how do you want to spend your time, and who do you want to spend it with? So asking yourself all of those important questions will help us figure out what is your impossible goal. What do you want to do? What do you want to start? What do you want to create in this world? What impact do you want to have? How do you want to lead? How do you, and it could just, and I don't even need the word just, it could be in your own home only. This does not have to, this does not mean you have to strive to be a, you know, a famous speaker on a stage. This could mean being this incredible version of the person that you want to become in a quiet space. It doesn't matter. The The whole thing is, it doesn't matter what everyone else thinks. This is success. It's a, it's a one-person race. Success on your own terms. So asking yourself all those questions, taking the time to unpack it and brainstorm and think, I love doing this. Like while I'm stretching, I'll, I'll brainstorm and I'll write out notes and I'll really ask myself the important questions. It's a great audit. And again, you have to do it in a positive way, not in a way that that you run yourself down for maybe mistakes in the past. But once you get to, to your first impossible goal, your 10x goal, this is the best part. Back to this book. When we are working towards 2x goals, we're doing the same thing, just more of it. But this whole concept behind this book of 10x is easier than 2x, when we're working towards 10x goals, we have to completely shake up the plan. Rather than starting with step one and making a plan, we start with the massive goal in mind, then figure out a plan to make it happen, right? So start with this huge goal, right? Start with your huge goal and then figure out what daily habits can I do to get me closer to the goal. Oftentimes people just start with habits And I really think this is backwards. I've done so much reading and learning and listening and working with people on this. And I love this concept. And I think it makes 10X goals, impossible goals, so much easier to work towards. Set the goal, right? This huge goal. And then create a system of habits and create a way where you, like my habit system does, create a way where you execute those habits every single day. Because 10X goals feels and feel impossible if you're constantly focusing on the goal. But by doing it this way, we focus on the goal only in the planning stages. Then we completely forget about the goal and we put our head down and we do the work. We keep doing the thing every single day or every week that supports the goal because it's all those tiny habits that we that we plan strategically that help us get towards this impossible goal, right? Say your 10x impossible goal is to lose 50 pounds. If you wake up every day and you're like, I have to lose 50 pounds, that's, it feels impossible every day. The way to make it not feel impossible is we sit down very clearly when our brain is fresh, we lay out our impossible goal to lose 50 pounds, and then we're going to create a system of habits 
that we do every single day that supports our goal. Then we forget about the big goal because that is why people quit on January 10th or whatever the quit day where people all quit their New Year's resolutions because we're focusing on the impossible goal. Of course, you're not going to make progress. We're not doing it. We're doing it backwards. We're just focusing on the system of habits that we set up that support that impossible goal. Example, if you want to lose 50 pounds, the things you might put on your list every single day, drink a gallon of water, um, eat 100 grams of protein, get in 10,000 steps a day, do 20 minutes of lifting weights and do 20 minutes of cardio every single day, seven days a week. And then you only focus on that. You're not even focusing on the 50 pounds. You're just focusing. And those are just examples. That's what I would do off the top of my head. If that was my goal, you just focus on executing those things. Head down, execute, keep going every single day. Before you know it, two pounds, four pounds, because it's just so practical. You just follow the plan. It doesn't feel impossible because you're looking at your day's plan and you're like, okay, I can do that. I'm going to fit in 20 minutes here, 20 minutes here. During my lunch break, I'm going to get in my steps. I'm going to hit my 10,000 10, steps a day. I'm going to drink my water with electrolytes. I'm going to hydrate. I'm going to go to bed on time. You write out your habits. You execute those habits every day. And before you know it, you're on your way to this impossible goal because because you followed the plan. And here's our plan to recap. You, you asked yourself the important life questions that most people don't answer. You got very honest with yourself about where you're at and where, you're gonna, and where you want to be. You thought about what that movie would be like at age 90 and what would be the worst thing for you to be. What is it in that movie that you see? Like, yes, that's what I want to do. That's the full version. Like, that's the epic shit I want to do, Right. We're going to ask ourselves all those questions and we're going to figure out that impossible goal in whatever buckets. And again, you might have two. And then we're going to set up daily habits that support that impossible goal. And we're going to forget about the impossible goal because that's by focusing on that, that's why people quit because it feels impossible if that's what you're focusing on. If you focus on the habits that support the impossible goal, you will just keep going. And then guess what? Momentum brings momentum. You'll start to see progress. You'll start to feel success. And then it's even easier to stick to it. And you'll keep doing it even when it's hard and even when it's boring. And before you know it, you are well on your way to to accomplishing that impossible goal through the daily habits that you set to support it. And the best part is it's your goal. It's the definition of fulfillment and success and joy and progress in life. And it's you being the best version of you and striving towards really big, really hard things because we know we've got one shot at this and today's the day to start. I really hope that this episode inspired you to figure out your 10X impossible goal and gave you a little roadmap of how to start making progress and how I think it really works to achieve it. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I really appreciate you. I appreciate you listening and give me your feedback. DM me on Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Let me know your takeaway. Let me know what your impossible goal is. I'd love to hear it and I'd love to uh, talk to you more about it. Thank you so much for listening and have an awesome day. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. 
For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.